Wait, Austin, what what joke did you try to make just now? No, it's not a joke. It's a very serious question, which you should respect me, and I should. I just said, <laughs> has anybody called it? Me. <laughs> has anyone called it diaper sex yet? <laughs> Why would we do that? Because it's like a show for babies. Hey, hey, Kyle, can I make a request? Can I have you? Can I have you VPN into Austin's brain and just delete all references <laughs> to diaper sex? Yeah, I'll do that. It's gonna. Ooh. It's gonna take a while. There are a lot of references. Dude, it's floor to ceiling diaper six in there. <laughs> I mean, I can live with that. As long as you don't mention diaper six for the rest of this episode, I think we'll be okay. Do you think we're gonna create a sort of loop though where he just keeps thinking he's thought of a very funny joke for the first time? <laughs> That's fine. I would have like a good comeback right now, but it's it's just not it's not there anymore. All I've got is diaper six. Oh no. It's deleting everything else. Oh no, Austin will be nothing but diaper really six. Beef this up, you guys. I'm sorry. Three weeks from now, Austin changes his Facebook name to Diaper Six. Diaper Six. <laughs> Used to be four ordinary Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to Saturday Morning Tuesdays. I'm your, your always friend. I'm Austin Bridges. I'm your sometimes friend, Rory Voy. And I'm your never friend. I'm I'm terrible. My He's name's the Andy. Enemy. He's the one here <laughs> to provide contrast. What's your name? I'm Andy. Andy the, the enemy. Prince of Darkness. <laughs> Yeah, and on our wonderful show, Saturday Morning Tuesdays, the animated podcast about real cartoons, uh, we are, are just two boys, Austin and Rory, and we just hate our our, our evil nemesis, Our vitriolic Andy. monster in the corner, Andrew, Andrew Venom spitting Davison. Right, I right, no he's over fun, in the corner. No fun having Davison is what we call him. He's I drooling goo podcast. out of his He's fangs. drooling in the corner like a gibbering animal. I make excess goo and I put it places you oh, don't want. So gross! Oh, he get him wood. out of here! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eat all your yummy wood that you've been stockpiling. He and rubs you, and his spines on all of our furniture. <laughs> you can't get those out. That's that's difficult. I'm I'm just here to I'm here to be like a poltergeist. And he leaves his teeth in our refrigerator. Put those teeth, teeth back in your mouth. Put those teeth back in there. In your Where mouth. do you fucking so put them? gross? You've, Bastards, where do you put your teeth? Scurry back to your drool cove, you, you fucking idiot. <laughs> this is starting really well. I like the dynamic that we've made where I don't get to be a part of the podcast. No, you're yeah, no, enemy. He's bad. We don't like him. We're not going to tell him about the three shows that we're watching today. What? You watch uh, the three shows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drool. We're watching three shows. We're watching a show uh, called Real... Wild West Cowboys in Mumesa or something like that. The Real that. Cowboys of New <laughs> <Real> Jersey. Cow- <laughs> <laughs> We're watching a show called Diaper Six. No. Oh no. It's we told him Diaper Oh Six. no. We told him he shouldn't do this. We told him this joke was not funny. It's not a good but he, bit. He, but he has put his feet down and it's called Cyber Six. I'm sorry, I'd already Diaper established sex. that I was <laughs> I'd already established I was saying the names wrong, so I kind of just had to keep going. 
Okay. Uh, well, and what's then our we've got our other show. All a ruse just to use, just for you to do this. <laughs> we've got our other show that's uh, Sailor Moon. I said it right this time. Jokes wow. on you. I got to say diaper sex. <laughs> yeah, you know, is it this? I think this is gonna turn out like the that. Joke that, is uh, on me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna turn out like that. That Simpsons Halloween episode where Bart had an evil twin, but they found out Bart was the evil twin. I think Austin's the the goo cave monster. I think he's been the the terrible you enemy guys, all have along. You guys been doing the the plot to the thing, and now I'm the only good boy left, and I have to <laughs> I have to boil your blood and see which one cooks faster. <laughs> well, the more you guys are are. are Going against me, you're really boiling my blood. <laughs> oh boy, this, this is going to be a rough one, isn't it, Ken? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is a great start. Great start. Uh, we are going to talk about Cyber Six first, I believe. Yeah, let's jump into Cyber Six. All right, they said it couldn't be done. They said I couldn't participate in the show, but here I am bringing us into a segment. Go fuck yourselves. Oh boy, this this hostility is really getting to me. So is much it? negative vibe going on. Uh, I don't know who started it. Was it you or the goo monster who did nothing wrong? This is Cyber Just Six. An innocent monster. <laughs> <laughs> this is Cyber Six episode eight. It's called Gone with the Wings. Uh, and here's a synopsis that I hastily edited to make it sound like English. Uh, Cyber Six fights with a group of winged goblins every night. After Data 7 and Julian load their eggs onto a subway train, <laughs> Cyber 6 traps the goblins on the train as well and sends them all out into the sunlight to be destroyed. You know, those normal goblin rules. You, you lure them onto the train with eggs and then trick them into going into sunlight. Remember that beautiful period of time when I wrote the synopses for like a couple weeks and they were pretty good? Yeah, what happened to your effort? Where did that go? I don't know, man. It was just a, it was just a blip, you know. Like we thought it was a trend. I remember and... why I did that because these these like Wikipedia summaries are just gross. <laughs> yeah, they're not great. Uh, I mean, it gets it gets to the point. There are goblins, and they do win against the goblins, and it involves sunlight. Uh, yeah, I really didn't follow when those weird eggs came into play, though. No, it it was <laughs> it was confusing. I'll grant you that, but I also found it confusing why they doggedly call these things goblins when they're clearly gargoyles. I yeah. know, but... Do you but think I, it was the show gargoyles that... That's a good question. You can't have gargoyles? I, I don't know if it, if it works out time-wise. It just might. If it does, that's got to be the reason. Because otherwise... I mean, the French title was Gargoyle Station. Yeah, uh, it had... That makes a lot more sense. Gone with the Wings is not one of their strongest... <laughs> <laughs> no... Uh, no, it is not. It's on the level of, uh, of guess who's gumming to dinner. <laughs> oh, God, I know. That was awful. Oh, uh, that was a, that was the, what's the opposite of a treat? It was a, it was a poison <laughs> a biscuit. It was, it was a poison. <laughs> <laughs> it was a poison. A lot of this episode was kind of a poison. Um, yeah. I don't know. It started out with a cool promise. It's like, all right, we're getting these, like, gargoyle goblin things and they um, they have uh they have scream beams yeah like i don't understand how it works they just sort of scream and it shoots like a gun i don't know yeah. but they're kind of cool yeah and yeah. then it's like oh they're reusing this animation quite a lot 
Oh yeah, they and do. They do rest on their laurels for the for these for this like diving the diving goblin pose. <laughs> and look, I understand that uh, animation is a lot of work, and it's not <laughs> easy to make an animated show like this or any animated show. And it, you know, far be it for me to just like dunk on it. No, but that's but, not like, a great excuse. Like if you went to a restaurant and the chef comes out with a plate and he's like, "Look, I'm sorry, but cooking's a lot of work." You're like, "No." <laughs> No, yeah, you get paid. I, I reject this notion. You cook also, me some could, good food. You know, they could they could go in there and tweak it a little bit. Give one of them like a different colored eye or something. You know, they don't have to literally just carbon copy the the cells. Well, and part of the problem is that it kind of just added to the vibe of like that this episode wasn't really going anywhere. That it was kind of just hitting the same notes for a long yeah, time. The episode doesn't matter at all. Although yeah. before the goblins show up, there's a little there's a little tussle between Cyber Six and some of the, uh, the fixed ideas. Uh, fixed yeah. ideas. Yeah, and yeah, there's a battle. pretty cool there's a pretty cool little move where where she's acrobatting around the air. One of them just catches her cape and slams her into the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's yeah. pretty brutal. It's pretty vicious. But I I I liked it as an again an attention to capes, an attention to the things that are in the space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they often have when they have their fight scenes. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if there yeah. was just like a different team that was put in charge every time there was a fight scene, and then every time there was like a non-fight scene, like, like did they bring out the B team whenever it was dialogue or go- or goblins? <laughs> uh, let's go get our let's let the goblin animators out. <laughs> Copy paste. Um. The the goblins. The go- <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to call them goblins. They're fucking gargoyles. I refuse to do this. They're gargoyles. Oh, I loved that they were goblins because later <laughs> in the episode, I mean, it would have been the same thing whether it was gargoyles or goblins. But I think goblins are a little funnier. I mean, um, but there's a, there's a reporter who is just matter of factly reporting the existence of goblins in their town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, her like, job. Well, we've is got like- goblins now. <laughs> like with absolutely no tongue in cheek to that premise. Yeah, later yeah. in the episode, she's like, "And it has been confirmed, there are goblins." <laughs> we got those. Yeah, I mean, it's like in uh, who's our Lucas? At at one point, Lucas is still skeptical about goblins. Like, you really believe that, <laughs> Bubkiss? And like, yeah, dude, you just you just trapped like five hundred birds in a room, and you don't think goblins could happen in this town? Yeah, like. He's seen That's, some weird shit in the last couple episodes. Absolutely. Like, it's, I don't understand why this is where he draws the line in the sand. Like, ugh, but goblins, come on. Uh, Speaking of yeah. not drawing a line in the sand, though, uh, Lucas, Lucas is apparently getting used, getting used for, free, for free pasta by Adrian. <laughs> who every time they have their pasta <laughs> dates, Adrian apparently <laughs> skips out on the bill. Pasta yeah. watch. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I'm pretty impressed by Adrian's commitment to getting meals every t- every meal of the day at the same restaurant with Lucas. <laughs> like, despite a very heavy schedule, you know, like <laughs> having to track down somebody as Cyber Six. Like Adrian still shows up, and he's like getting breakfast, and like, oh fuck, I got, ah, oh, why did I do it again? Yeah, but have I you have ever had a crush? Do. Like, you'll divert your whole day just to walk by. Oh yeah, like. That's real. That's real. She's yeah. clearly she's clearly into him. Uh but she also just ditches him at the drop of a hat almost every time they get food. So I yeah. don't know why Lucas puts up with that anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's gotta <laughs> know something's going on. Yeah. Some extreme grading that Adrian has to do. 
Um, so this is the daytime. The goblins have fled. And I think that's where we get our first, uh, our first, uh, basically where we learned that the goblins, the goblins are afraid of sunlight. Yeah. Now it's daytime and there's no, and there's no goblins. Uh, we cut to, uh, to Jose, who I, who has been left out of the loop on this goblin plot. Yeah. It's his dad's plot, but we spend more time with Jose and we don't even get to go back to the dad at the very end and see that he's pissed. It's like we just spend the whole episode with Jose and he's been ordered not to have anything to do with the plan. So yeah, what like do you want me time. to do? Oh, I don't know this new thing called don't fuck this up for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like it's like Jose and Lucas are uh, like they're contractually obligated to be in every episode. So they just have shitty appearances because <laughs> Lucas Lucas does nothing this episode. And Jose basically does nothing this episode. Uh, right. Jose's around for these terrible uh, comedy cutaway moments. Like there's one where he gets really excited about the goblins and he's like, spin me in his spinny chair and they spin him way too fast and he goes flying and i'm like is this funny is this what you like (laughs) (laughs) like it's so weird it's such a like out of place like they do like the wah 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 kind of like sound effect and it would have been nice to just not have him in the episode at all Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. just have a tight focus on the goblins and have a little more stuff to do because this episode was just it was completely meandering. Like it didn't, it didn't really go anywhere. It didn't really have anything to say. No, it, it wandered around and kind of waffled back and forth until Cyber Six had to fight them at the end, and that's and, that's it. And this, this I think is probably a good time in our uh, our tenure here with Cyber Six to talk about it because there's only thirteen episodes, and this is number eight. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this episode were deep enough that I really want these episodes now to be paying off my like faithful viewership, and it's yeah. not sure, doing yeah. that at all. And it's not doing mean that, something. No. Like none of this is none of this has any weight to it. It all continues to be just this weird episodic, nothing matters status quo at the end of the thing, yeah. like repeatable plot. Um, and we haven't even had Cyber Six come face to face with the big bad yet. And we've only no, got we haven't four even more seen episodes. Von Rector as like a full scene. Like, no, nope. he hasn't really done anything by himself. Shows up as a painting every now and then. We've seen him behind the back in shadow. Yeah, we haven't gotten the it. smooch that they tease in the in the outro song. Yeah, yeah, no, no Lucas kisses. I thought it would be this week because I was really hopeful and we did not get it. No, ah. took away our, they took away our kiss. One thing I will say about this episode that I did—they took like, our kiss right out of our lips and put it back in their pocket. <laughs> those no. monsters, those thieves. <laughs> now I'm just Kiss tasting thieves. pocket. <laughs> but you, uh, one thing I'll give credit to this episode for was I did enjoy kind of a Ghostbusters vibe to it. Sure. sure. Kind yeah, of I at least with the eggs and the the gargoyles in the subway and like scaring people and running out and sort of. Yeah, gargoyle eggs is fun when, like, you know, we're used to treating them as magic. Yeah, they're like thinking of them as, as egg laying as egg laying creatures, right? With the the metropolitan fantasy aspect of it, of like a clutch of eggs in the sewer. <laughs> yeah, um, is you know is kind of a cool thing that I that I appreciated conceptually, and then but then the yeah. fact that most of this episode was Julian and Data Seven kind of running back and forth between a pile of rubble and the subway and not, <laughs> not being in the subway. Yeah. And then the gargoyles sort of flying around and 
using the same clip of them blasting air. It just was like, <laughs> this is 10 yeah. minutes of this. Like, <laughs> I think there was only one minute or one moment in the episode that I was like, really uh, kind of on board for because it was kind of a callback to a previous episode um, because data seven is put in charge of Julian again, trying to put yes. keep Julian out of trouble. And he's a lot more threatening this time. And you can basically read it on the Panther's face. Like, like, don't you even fucking try that cat's cradle thing. I'm like 85% chance. Fucking string in my face. 85% <laughs> sure that this isn't going to work a second time. <laughs> I, don't you fucking try. Uh, and it was, it was kind of nice. I mean, uh, in, in, in a world where all of these episodes don't seem to build on each other, I was kind of, you know, reaching for anything that seemed to reference a past episode. Yeah, that felt like continuity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it was really strong continuity in the first couple episodes, like building the team yeah. and getting Julian and Data 7 and slowly getting this team together, but it turns out it stopped at, like, episode 3. Sure. You know, yeah. and then everything was kind of meaningless after that. Yeah. And Which there's that, you know, we, we got introduced to that teenager girl, and we started to like her, and then she is gone, like we haven't seen her again. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I am actually really interested to see what they are going to bring back in the last few episodes, if anything, mm -hmm. you know, like if we get a, a an Avengers assemble and all the weirdies that she's met in Meridiana show up for some sort of strange battle. That'd be, that'd yeah. be fun. Yeah, I mean, so other than that, like basically what happens is Julian goes down into the subway to explore where he hears the gargoyles are. He gets trapped in some rubble. Data seven finds him goes to get help and summons cyber six. And then they just kind of do some fighting here and there. And Julian gets out and then they mm -hmm. gargoyle then nonsense. They fight again and, and load all the eggs and the goblins onto a subway car and then get it going out of the subway and into the sunlight and where they all turn into dust and explode. Well, okay. First, <laughs> this is fun because <laughs> first the goblins burn to death. Then, yes. in the height of their agony, they disintegrate. Then they explode, and then the whole subway explodes. It, it's true. There's it's, a lot of there's a lot of fire. It's a yeah. lot of combustion. <laughs> it was really intense. Uh, yeah, you know they're dead when they die a third time, and then. <laughs> well, I mean, the other thing that I've kind of been impatient for in eight episodes of this show is to get any tangible character details about cyber six yeah like yeah we haven't learned anything about their background besides yeah, she's the still fact a bit of a cipher yeah yeah so she's kind of hard to like grasp onto she sort of seems like a like an uncontrollable force that will win right uh given enough time cyber six will win and we just sort of yeah. follow julian like we don't know really know her limitations we don't know mm -hmm. like her her needs and her serious weaknesses like we don't know when she's like Almost well, we do for. in the first episode, both her need and her weakness is the green goo from the right. fixed and ideas, but that has been forever. completely left out. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't what know if that. Gives? Yeah, like she was drinking like a vampire, like she was like absorbing the green goo, right? Like she yeah. needed it to survive mm -hmm. and then that's gone. Yeah. And that's a shame. I wonder if that was sensor driven, if that was like, even if she's not like sucking it out of someone's neck, like we still can't have it yeah it's and i shame. mean i think we also touched on this in a previous episode but i think a lot of the uh writers on this show are pretty inexperienced mm -hmm. um, oh that's right yeah this is like their only gig and so you know part of it i think we can blame on them 
not if, if there's any blame to be thrown. I mean, I am still enjoying the show, but I just it just it's I constantly have just like this odor of missed Yeah, we could call it maybe an overcompensation of mm. uh, taking adult material and making it for kids. Yeah. Yeah. Like of they were a little out of their depth or over adapting the content. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they got everything together for the action. They made sure that they had the right animators in place to take care of it, but they just didn't have anybody at the helm with enough vision to like make a cool product. Yeah. Well, here's the thing though, is that when well, comic, and 90s the original TV was not comic. hugely story driven. So I think that to be fair, um, they probably weren't planning on doing just 13 episodes. Sure. I, no. I also think, you know, the original source material wasn't that big of a creature feature. Didn't oh, that's have true. as many monsters. And so this, this show is stronger when it is character based. Yes. Yeah. It's stronger when it's not just about. Because the monsters are added monster. by people who don't really understand the, the topic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so whenever the show goes more towards like a goblin episode, you know, like it's it's not strong. Like it, it's way better when it's really focusing on like the characters and doing something interesting with them. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, I guess there's always hope for next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I think that's probably all we have to say on this one. I think so. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, hey, Andy. Oh, hi. What's up? Hey, so we have a very special advertisement this week from the land of the rising sun, from <laughs> from a place I, I think you're, you're very familiar with. Correct? You've been you've been to Japan. Uh, yeah, once. So we were hoping, we were hoping because you've been to Japan, because you're so familiar with the with the country, and because our advertisers really are looking for somebody with that with that kind of first first hand knowledge, please mm-hmm. tell us about real Charmanders. <laughs> uh, well, you know, real Charmanders are a bit of a hot topic right now. You know, there's there's a lot of uh, political ramifications for just creating new life. It's sort of the first of its kind, and so. Real Charmanders uh, is an official Pokemon Company licensed organism <laughs> that has been bred uh, by mixing uh, salamanders with, well, I think flame. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a scientist. I don't really know how it works. Is this ethical, generally? No, no. <laughs> In fact, not at all. And and it's not even really the creation of it that's the problem. I mean, creating new life, that's always very exciting. You know, it's it's this is going to cause a lot of uh, ripples in the scientific community, a flaming salamander type creature. But the ethical problem is how people who have bought them have treated them. Uh, they just don't fit in Pokeballs the way you want. Oh, no. It's not a very safe practice. Many people have been hurt on the street being, you know, just fully set ablaze. Uh, it's not safe at all. Yeah, no. Yeah. Is there a concern that they're going to independently reproduce and then wreak havoc on the ecosystem? Well, I think the big concern is that uh, one day they will turn into a Charmeleon and we will not be able to control them. Oh, boy, because that's the best Pokemon. Because that's the rudest Pokemon. It's the rudest Pokemon. <laughs> but I think, you know, the, the, the Ministry of Defense over in Japan is, uh, he actually just gave a press conference today. They've decided that to, uh, to combat this whole Charmander problem, uh, they've started bioengineering Squirtles. And they're gonna they're gonna really hope that that that, that solves the issue and, and does not create about 150 more problems. Who gets the Squirtles? Law enforcement mostly. <laughs> <laughs> These are law enforcement Squirtles. Yeah, yeah. It's like a canine unit, but with Squirtles. But friendly turtle babes. <laughs> Live the real cowboys, standing up for law. 
Hey, holy Toledo, everybody. Uh, we're here with our uh, least favorite friend, and that's still Andy. Uh, his, and right. his rump is red from Spanx. <laughs> For a second we've, there, I got my hopes up. I was wondering, wondering if I wasn't the least favorite friend anymore, but, well, I yeah, should know that I'm all sorry, moments I'm, of joy are fleeting. I spoke, and I, I mistakenly spoke when I said friend. I should have said fiend. <laughs> uh, because we're not friends. We've separated all... Uh, we're n- we're no longer all friends, and and Andy's our fiend. Great. Well, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go goo up your underwear drawer. So uh, I'll be back in a bit. You can't because we've got to talk about the Wild West Cowboys of Mesa. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I'll come back for that. Okay, and this episode is called The Legend of Skullduggery. So when Cody, Carly, and Jake find a treasure map in Calamity Kate's attic while cleaning it, they decide to follow it to Tom Duggery's lost silver on Skull Mountain. While competing against Saddlesore and Boothill Buzzard, Cody, Carly, and Jake encounter Tom Duggery's ghost in the form of Skull Duggery. Now moved Dakota, Colorado, and Calamity Kate must rescue the kids from Skull Duggery. God, this show is fucking exhausting. Wow, I'm really glad that I know exactly who was where at every moment from this summary. It's a really good summary. Yeah, it's a yeah. baby episode. We get to watch the babies of the whole fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. Although the babies are on one of the spookier adventures that this show is a spooky done. baby adventure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it turns out, you know, not unlike what we had for this past Halloween with the uh, with Hey Arnold, turns out we have this realization that ghosts are and have always been real in Moomay. I guess unless he's like a <laughs> robot of some kind. Because... <laughs> Although I got to say, I was so fucking tickled by. So there's the there's this third boy, Jake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is afraid the ghost is gonna eat him. <laughs> like that's a thing. This is like I want to get eaten by that ghost, <laughs> and it's really funny. It's that is very funny. good. I liked uh, it. If you being afraid of ghosts is already kind of silly, but being afraid of being eaten by ghosts is just <laughs> it's just deliciously funny. It it's great. Well, yeah, I mean, swallow you whole, <laughs> just gobble you right up. You know, at some point you gotta like step step aside, ask Jake, like, do you do you know, do you know what, what a ghost ghosts is? are? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just been going along with everyone else. I heard they're scary. <laughs> uh, uh the, both Jake and what, Kate are Carly. both Kath Susie. Yeah, they're Kath Susie. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Because she's, she's literally pulling... doing her Phil and Lil voices. Yeah, basically, yeah. Like she does Phil and Lil at the same time, and then she's also doing two Two other kids simultaneously. That is not subtle. No. Um, no. And did this show? Did this doesn't predate Rugrats? It does. No, it it it, it, it postdates does. Rugrats by a year. Really? Because my knowledge, it's I think almost Rugrats like they didn't know they cast somebody who can do two voices the first time. Because Jake doesn't speak in the first episode with those two. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Shit, who do we know?" Oh, wha- what you can do or... two? Well, great. Shit. Well, I mean, in Rugrats, she she not only does Phil and Lil, but she does their mom. <laughs> oh. I think. I'm pretty sure she's she's uh, Betty. Is that her name? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Cat Susie's awesome. She's everywhere. She's Sally yeah. in the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon that we watched, too. So. All right. Stay on topic. No. I want to talk about Sonic. This is my time to shine. <laughs> I want to talk about voice actors and Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Let me have this. Give me my power rings. Yeah, throw, throw him some anime bones, too, and then he'll just... <laughs> he'll have a hoot. Just give me my things and let me be. Leave, leave me to my bones. 
<laughs> this pile of bones. Can't I just weep in peace without without being whipped by you two? <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's make the plot of this episode a little clearer than the summary could do. Uh, yeah, the kids the kids find a map. Uh, yeah, because they beefed it trying to do their own little rodeo. Uh, yeah, they suck. Cody yeah, sucks. they like lassoed around a cow and like that all fucked up and they got a bull and then uh, they calamity. got punished to attic cleaning, attic cleaning. And then, yeah, the first thing they do is find a dusty old book. They find an old uh, dusty. <laughs> they find an old dusty and they look up and it's the legend of Tom Duggery and they give this the story. And so Tom Duggery is like this cow guy who is a miner. He found a shitload of silver up in like Skull Mountain. Yeah, it's like uh, Castle Grayskull. Yeah, it's very ominous. And then he was all jealous about all of that silver and didn't want to share. And then it caved in, and I guess he died in there. And so ever since, they they think there there's a ghost man, uh, some some skeleton man, uh, who will kill people, and he lives inside that that mountain and eat you, right? That's yeah. yeah and I guess ghosts eat you. eat you, right? Right. And then a map <laughs> comes out that tells you just how to get to a very tall and obvious mountain <laughs> it's, well, they, <laughs> it's it's the only mountain on the on the on the in the skyline that is a definite skull right <laughs> and well, that's you know they see it and then also boot hill buzzard and saddle Star also see the map as well and they're like whoa whoa we got a it's a map to the tall mountain well okay so they also this is a this is just something that sticks in my craw. My craw is full of this. Uh Okay. Oh jeez, here we go. No, I just let the man <laughs> relieve his craw, Rory. <laughs> it's stuffed full and I need to empty it. Okay. Where's this map come from? What the fuck is this? He he drew it when he after he died, he made a he made a map. But why did Calamity Kate have this fucker's diary? Uh, Why does she, she not also know? has a mine? You forget she has a mine, and they probably yeah, go to the same friends. mine meetings. <laughs> mine? <laughs> is that like the the homeowners association? They uh, go to like, mine it's, club. It's like yeah, they go to mine club and hang out and talk about their talk about minor stuff. I'm sorry, you guys are totally right. That makes every bit of sense. I'm I'm just such just because you idiot. haven't been to a mine meeting doesn't mean we're <laughs> assholes, Andy. <laughs> Okay, fine. My craw has been relieved. Let's move on. The only other thing that's fun about this this early part for me is that the the like pretense for why Boot Hill and Saddlesore are even anywhere near here is that the mayor has he's fucking he sent them to collect money for the beautify the mayor's mansion fund, <laughs> and they're like, she's never gonna give us any money. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> And it's kind of a funny moment to me. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. I definitely miss that part. Yeah, they. but then they overhear the kids talking and they get really horny for money and, and follow them to the mine. Yeah, yeah, and they do. Um, and then uh, one of my least favorite parts happens uh, when they they go inside. I mean, like, Jake thinks he's stuck because he gets caught in a wood thing. And he thinks he thinks he's trapped by Skullduggery, and then they go in after him, and then they're they're inside the mine, um, and they pull out some of Calamity Kate's rhubarb pie. 
Ah, they fucking they just dump on they her. They dunk on her a bunch. There was there was a funny joke right away though, which is too bad when he pulls out the pie and uh the girl uh is like can't we can't we use the carrot? Yeah, yeah can we use the like carrots get- instead? Like, oh no, it's Calamity Kate's rhubarb pie. And then like, oh no, oh god. This whole episode begins this whole episode joke of universally dunking on Calamity Kate's rhubarb pie, which I feel hurt by yeah, uh, just on the the grace rhubarb, rhubarb pie, rhubarb fucking rocks, and I don't now, know how you can fuck up rhubarb pie. Now I gotta I gotta ask. There's two possibilities with this whole dunk situation. Either nobody in this universe seems to like rhubarb, or they all think that she's a terrible cook. Right. Uh, and, I felt like it was the latter, and I thought it was pretty rude because she keeps feeding everybody meals, and they keep being real shitty about it. Yeah, right, they're shitty to her. They're shitty to. Uh, uh, the doctor, the scientist guy, what's his name again? Oh, oh uh, JR. Yeah, JR. JR. Yeah, they're shitty to JR. Like, whenever he starts talking science, like, <laughs> it's just, it's weird that the writers drew these hard lines for characters to just immediately be, be assholes about. Nobody on the Mesa respects, like, sincerity or talent. <laughs> right. You can't and be into like, something without someone else shitting on you about it. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, fuck her, I guess, for trying and making some <laughs> rhubarb pie. Well, I mean, it wouldn't be so it wouldn't be so upsetting if Calamity Kate wasn't just, like, probably the best character on the show. Right. Well, yeah, there's that. And they didn't go hard on the comedy side. Like, uh, you know, the episode of Futurama where Bender becomes a chef and all of his food is real weird and made out of gross stuff? Right, because yeah. he's, like, yeah, yeah. Because he's a robot and can't taste. and But the point here is that like she's just making them normal food and they're being shitheads about it. Yeah. Like, it looks she, fine. It looks really fine. It looks like fucking pie that I would eat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I don't understand it. I don't know if it's, like, weird cow physiology that rhubarb just doesn't work or... You yeah, think? they just want to be assholes. Yeah, if cows hate rhubarb writers, and the writers know it. The writers fucking just, they know that cows are allergic to rhubarb and they, they expected us to know. And, but the, in that case, then it's like shame on Calamity Kate. Then it's her fault for, you know, cooking Trying to poison. poison her friends. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's like, okay, in this case, I guess the butch woman can't make a good pie. <laughs> I know, there's that too, right? It's just right? not. Like, it's she's not... the one who doesn't wear like a corset and isn't like tits out all the time and like sitting yeah i mean table. Just, just an episode or two ago we watched miss lily make a perfect cake and she's the like yeah. you know sexy traditionally yeah, female miss lily one. definitely is the one who shouldn't be able to cook yeah. kate aside from her lack of needing a man is matronly as fuck yes she is ah yeah so i don't know it's just it's a weird moment uh and they use it at the end as like a weird joke payoff. That's just it leaves yeah. a taste in your mouth that's worse than her rhubarb. Pie. It's worse than her rhubarb <laughs> pie must be. <laughs> uh, well, okay. So really quickly, right after that, Skullduggery appears. Uh, yeah. And he, I, I was holding out hope that maybe we were doing a Scooby, but no, he's a real See, ghost. I was he's honestly a real ghost, and he has really he's real silly. <laughs> this is actually my favorite part: is that he wasn't. Scooby-Doo explained at the end. Like, I was really thinking that pretty much every other show does this, and they walk themselves back, yep. and they go like, yeah, I know we just, like, went to efforts to show you that this is a real demon in the world, but actually it was, like, a weird puppet robot, or <laughs> it was, like, actually, shadows. you know, with shadows and 
a strange crane that, you know, I don't, you know, like, and it's like you specifically lied to us by not giving us clues of that and just showing us that it's a real thing. And then you walk it back, um, which I think is bullshit Um, and gaslighting. And uh, they didn't actually do that in this episode. They just they set up this like real phantasm, uh, this real bovine spectral form uh, and then just exist just let him exist yeah i <laughs> yeah he's like a real phantom of the opera type he's just haunting his mind and uh obsessed with it with and laser guns with laser guns no he he fucking dual wields bone lasers yeah it's pretty cool <laughs> it's not and, a yeah, joke there's, that's there's not a, a drill. really long shot I, w- I i wish we could show it on the podcast of him just over and over shooting his pistol guns like a like a maniac, cackling like a monster, cackling like a fiend. For it's got to be at least ten seconds of him just standing there shooting his guns. Yeah, I feel like this might have actually spooked some kids. Yeah, he's spooky. He's just a like the way Bone Man. The, he's spooky. The Phantom Train, you know, the Phantom Train episode of Hey Arnold fucked with me hard, mm-hmm. and like, and it had that same ending of like, yeah, no, this this is real like this we're not going to explain our way out of this like he just lives haunting a mind somewhere and you've got to like survive with the knowledge that there are real ghosts in in the world of Mumesa. (laughs) (laughs) yeah as if things weren't hard enough i mean or or if you die in a terrible passion you will become a ghost yeah that's these are the rules (laughs) i mean we already have sentient cows that are trying to lasso not sentient cows at the beginning of this episode, and it oh, raises fuck, so many yeah. questions all the time. It's really uncomfortable. Uh, now I'm, I'm led to believe that when the sentient cows die, they leave behind sentient cow bone ghosts. And <laughs> <laughs> cow bone ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> and it just makes a really, it paints a bad picture of life on the Mesa. Yeah. Um, uh, so Cody, uh, they all get trapped in the mine, uh, the three kids, and Cody uses the code of the West. He whips it out to like inspire some courage and like, hey, don't hang out in the in the middle of the track because you're gonna get run over. Uh, so keep moving. And whether he was bullshitting or not, I feel like he was bullshitting, and that they were gonna explain that he was bullshitting later in the episode, and then never did. No, they never did. But they also never explained that Moo Montana is likely bullshitting every code of the West thing he quotes either. That's also true. Uh, I think the, maybe, the whole yeah. Code of the West book just says has a big shrug inside. And it's just like, <laughs> you'll do it. Uh, so they they find uh, they find the silver, and it's yeah. it's real. It's all there. It's a shit ton of silver. It is a yeah. shit ton of silver. And uh, then Skull Duggery shuts him in a in a room in full of water. I couldn't it's tell like what that was weird supposed to cave be. Cave igloo. Uh, that he traps them in with a big metal door. Uh, yeah. And then, yeah, pumps water in there. He's got a really advanced system going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Some sort of trap for... He's 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 really uh, uh, refined his techniques over the years, trapping all these would-be silver thieves. Um, and... Although the... the I'm sorry, this is sort of out of order. The uh, the book, the, the Code of the West book that Cody has, does just say cow sayings on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a fun sight gag. Uh, so the rest of the episode uh, kind of 
I don't know. It's it's very largely nonsense. The adults. Yep. Some point in the episode, the, the our main boys, our main squeezes, and Calamity realize the kids have gone to Spooky Skull Skull Mountain and <laughs> go to go to get them out of there. Oh, they yeah. didn't need a map. Oh wow, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they they show up and uh, and they don't bat an eye at the real ghost. They're like, oh, there it is, and they just start shooting at it. They start shooting a ghost. Um, and they free the Look, kids. If that ghost has dual laser guns, I'm going to shoot at it too. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, they free the kids and Moo Montana does some crazy minecart bullshit and kills the ghost in a cave in. And if you want, I can elaborate, but it makes me so mad. None of this physics is, <laughs> it's so upsetting. Oh, there's an igloo with a steel door in the, inside the mine. That's funny. That is yeah. funny. You're right, Rory. That is funny. <laughs> yeah, the Marshall ends up escaping and he hops through a hole, you yeah. know, and then a bunch of rocks fall on Skullduggery and it looks like electricity crackles. I feel like that's there. I guess there is a return of Skullduggery episode. There is uh, later. So in season I don't know two. if that's when they're going to set up some kind of like Terminator, like T-1000 scenario. <laughs> Or, you know, you know what if, I wanted to know the, this whole episode is where's Tewa? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I felt like I felt like this is the second episode where we've got Cody hanging out with these other two kids and oh, not sure, Tewa, and sure, it's starting yeah. to feel a little shitty. I know, yeah, like he doesn't like bring her around when he's hanging with out with the, his friends. Sure, he's not hanging out with the First Nations girl. He's like hanging out with his little white friends. With his little white friends. Yeah, yeah. Like he's got to keep this world separate. Like what the fuck's going with that, Cody? I assume it's budget the so that F they could code. use Kath Susie twice. <laughs> like their voice actor budget was pretty slim. Mm-hmm. I mean, they mm-hmm. used Jim Cummings again for. Uh, yeah, for, uh, Skull for Skullduggery. So it's like they're doubling up on everybody. Yeah. Uh, you know, that makes sense. But yeah, they, should, they really should bring her in to be part of the crew. I agree. She was cool. And they we didn't seemed need to get Jake. along. <laughs> or you know we can i know we didn't we didn't need i love well i guess anybody could have been afraid of being eaten by ghosts <laughs> <laughs> i needed yeah. jake's fear of being eaten by ghosts very badly that's yeah. a good point <laughs> uh and then like we said they sort of wrap the episode up everybody goes home everybody's learned a lesson the kids are sad and then uh calamity kate tries to feed them all rhubarb pie and they all sort of go well, no that's gross ew no thank yeah you. no we all Yuck. hate it uniformly hate it <laughs> We'll have none of it. I know you probably spent four hours making <laughs> yeah, this pie. None. And that's it. Yeah. That's our episode. Hey, Rory. What? Will you tell us about our new Come uh, on, tell me. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Well, I want you to tell me about the cool new sponsor we're really excited about. Uh, I'm not excited fun, about it. Come on. Come no, on. it's this fun interactive pamphlet. No, I don't. Oh, good. It's a, it's a It's a pamphlet that just has some really good advice, but you got to pay for it. But, uh. I'm not paying. That Tell, pamphlet, that pamphlet is the four separate sentences that ladies love to hear. <laughs> oh my god, I've wanted to read this pamphlet for so long. The four separate sentences that ladies want to hear, in pamphlet form. Yeah, if you could go ahead and just list those those sep- <laughs> those separate sentences. Sentence number one: Butter your dang biscuits. Wow, that's what they want to hear. Sentence number two. Eat your dang biscuits, ladies. <laughs> okay. Come on. Wow. 
This is good advice Sense so far. Sense number three, wash down those biscuits with a glass of water. <laughs> Sense number four, do your biscuit business. <laughs> it's really like I put one foot after the other kind of, kind of thing. Well, it's... it's I told you I didn't want to do this ad, Austin, because it's all biscuit stuff. <laughs> but I, I have to ask a question. But we've taken their money. Austin took their money without asking the rest of the group. And now we have to do this dumb pamphlet about biscuits Look. and the women who eat them. And I am I am cheesed over it. Can I can I ask one question? I really wish you wouldn't. If what's. If they listen to our podcast, why would they need to buy the pamphlet now? Well, you know what? The sentence... Look, i that's what I was saying. <laughs> but apparently you can go buy a pamphlet and eat biscuits and it's cool. So whatever, <laughs> go do it. Thanks, Rory. All right, guys. We're jumping back in. The Sailor Moon episode 30, A Crystal Clear Destiny. Well, guess what? Here it goes a little something like this. Queen Beryl decides to bring Tuxedo Mask over to the side of the Negaverse and to get his two rainbow crystals. Zoisite challenges him to a duel for all the crystals at Starlight Tower. Serena follows Darien to the tower after being teleported in. Malachite takes the crystals. When Zoisite threatens their safety, Serena and Darien may be forced to take drastic action so i want to personally thank this episode for kind of saving our show this week because we had two kind of mediocre uh bullshit episodes and then mm -hmm, we've got mm -hmm, this mm -hmm, fucking mm -hmm. humdinger here oh it's great this one is bonkers this, Nelly. this is we like real... we've been waiting this is 30 episodes in the making like this is this is the big one this is the one that people are going to remember ah uh. It's it was it was so much fun. I, I mean, we like you said, we've been waiting for a long time to get answers on some of these questions or to see certain moments. Uh, I mean, a couple really big things happened in this episode. And I don't necessarily yeah. need to spoil it right now. We'll get there. But it, it was cool. It was cool to finally get some story beats. Yeah. It was cool that. Uh, yeah, that we got to have it on this episode, too. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Yeah. At least like four huge things officially happened in this episode. Yeah. And, you know, um, like Rory, like Rory was saying, like, it's a it's a, a nice as we as we transition into the summer of specials, the next five weeks being uh, all fun one offs with friends uh, before we go back to these episodes. It, this feels like a really nice uh, uh, cliffhanger season, send off. Like, yeah, like a little mm -hmm. season ending or mid season we finally finale. Get, uh, you know, we get a little conclusion with these rainbow crystals, which, you know, to be honest, I've overstayed their welcome. Yes. As, yeah. a, as a plot device, we thought mm -hmm. we would be, we thought seven was a little egregious and we're at about <laughs> 10 now. Right. Yeah. Well, at least 10 episodes dealing with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If not more, I mean, kind of more in just all of the extra episodes of just people talking about trying to find the legendary silver crystal. So they've gotten at least 15 episodes <laughs> out of just general crystal nonsense. <laughs> or GCN. Um so in the, As the episode kids are calling it. the start of the episode um we have basically the finalization of the scouts being complete. Yeah, they, it's like the only episode that has like of... started where the last one ended literally. Yeah. Like we're in the yeah. moment that we last ended on last week. 
uh, which is kind of fun. A little bit of continuity yes. for yeah, us. Yeah, we find out. Yeah, it's her name is Mina. Well, we find that out later, but uh, her name is Mina. Uh, she uh, just like has to book it all of a sudden. She's like, all right, you guys are great. Got to go. Yeah, did um, we get and an then she disappears. We didn't we don't. yet, right? No. And, and some of the scouts are like, that was kind of rude almost. Yeah. And then Serena's got hard eyes and she loves her. Yeah, yeah. and so Mina tries to explain the egregious face blindness that's happening in this show, and <laughs> I just don't buy it. No, no, uh, no. <laughs> I do not either. No, she's like, really they're all, so they, they meet Mina, episode. and they're like, who are you? And it's like, it's obviously me, Sailor Venus. Yeah. I look the exact same. <laughs> oh, wow, we, we couldn't tell. How weird. She's like, yeah, I know. Everybody we looks look- different out of their out of their uniform like no, no they fuck you know they don't, don't. no they don't. <laughs> they don't at all also mina your school out form your school uniform is basically what you wear as sailor venus without it's like so the bu- close it's a, come the fuck on ladies yeah Ugh, but yeah that's it's a, like that's a show-wide problem but i don't like it's that like they tried Clark to hand wave it here just wore his superman costume also and then the glasses were the only thing <laughs> yeah. Maybe he took right? the S off, but the cape is still there or something. Right. And they're like, oh, who who the fuck are you? It's like the, instead of an S, it's a C. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for, for, like, for Clark. Clark. Oh, yeah. Clark, <laughs> yeah, that's that guy. It's that reporter. <laughs> he's yeah, he's Superman. He's, he's got a C. <laughs> <laughs> Superman people does have, S. <laughs> people have very specific criteria. <laughs> um, oh, no. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, I love Serena's just undying love for her friends. And th- I mean, that that never ends. I mean, she she butts heads with with uh, Ray a little bit here and there or a lot bit. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, like she has just these huge gay crushes on her friends and it's wonderful and it's great. Like she just is the biggest like the biggest fan of all of her friends. So the we learn about Beryl's plan and she's like, hey, look up, look, you know, look here, knuckleheads. Uh, you don't know who Tuxedo Mask is, but I do. I got that hot goss, and I want to spill it. And we're going to bring him over to our house, and then we're going <laughs> to trick him because he's an idiot that he's going to duel us where he gets nothing in return. <laughs> it's a bad plan. It's but Darian plan. does it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, they have no trouble getting Darian to agree to this duel. Yeah, so I, I would tend to agree because this is very, like, villain plotty 101. I think the part that they didn't play up that could have been kind of cool is Darian's actually only got two. They've got five. Mm -hmm. This is like, he could be really, and he's bleeding out his shoulder. He's pretty up against it. This could be a real last-ditch effort. Um, You know, if it was taken a little bit more seriously, I could have really believed that he went for this. Yeah. But it was really played like a a mustache-twirly villain plot. That's a super good point. You know? Yeah, like they didn't have anyone hostage. There wasn't any yeah. sort of ticking clock. Like, there were there no stakes. No... He was just. They were just like, "Come on, do it." Yeah, you... do it. <laughs> what you a bitch? He was like, <laughs> "Not <laughs> no, me. I'm well, tuxedo well, mask." I guess I'll... I have to do it. <laughs> I guess I have to do it. <laughs> Come to my they house. They called you me bitch. a swear word. <laughs> like he he can he can say no. He has power in this scenario, <laughs> and it's like, well, well, we'll kill your friend if you don't. Like, usually that's the thing. And I mean, I, I don't love using leaning on kidnap plots to kind of move everything along in every show. Mm-hmm. Because but as long so, as you're already so doing a really boilerplate villain plot, you might as well do the one that works, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but usually it only works because there are stakes and there's a reason to do it. Oh, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, Tux, Tux has... <laughs> 
he has what they want and he just shows up when he's on the back mm-hmm. foot I got already. what you want so I, uh i i like that this whole time uh darian's been bleeding and this deke does he's leaving blood on shit every time he leans which yeah. is pretty interesting or pretty not interesting but what yeah. a good attention to detail yeah the deke dub usually finds a way to cut all blood or heavy violence all blood. and i find yeah. it i find it interesting they they've left this one in. here uh, they didn't there's I, like no plot way to cut it out i mean they could have <laughs> recolored his you know on on every frame they could have you know recolored yeah, his I, his sweater but uh, he's not an alien so it doesn't really make sense if serene is like hmm he's got green shit on my hand <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the thing that was was kind of fun that they did cut it and I, I, I had to go I had to go and check the original version because I wanted to see it. I, I, I was blatant that they cut it is later. He gets like uber stabbed, like murder stabbed. Yeah, he gets like pierced by a crystal. And we see like none of that in the Deke dub. It's like we right. almost for a second are like, what happened? Oh, I guess he's dying. And I went back and I checked it. It's brutal. It's like a full on like Kuro- Kurosawa like silhouette. Hold it for a moment. Watch him tumble to the floor like it's brutal. Uh, so I can see why they cut that, but, but they left the blood in. I just thought it was kind of fun. I I mean, I think that the way they cut it, the way I watched it was you still got the idea. Oh, sure. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, I don't want to miss out though. Um, there's a line where (laughs) I'm trying to remember all I have written down is I hate bees. And I was hoping that would jog my memory, yeah, but yeah. it's something about their interaction when he's limping along on the street to try to go duel and Serena runs into him on the street. Yeah, she thinks it's going to be a real fun goof if she runs up behind him and slaps him on the back and was like, ha ha ha, there was a bee, you know, like says an That's excuse right. to hit him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it hurts and he's him like, like, oh, thank you. I hate bees. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's really funny. It's really weird too because yeah, he's in so much pain, and it obviously it sucks. Yeah, um, yeah. The pain like, has kind of stripped, a- stripped away his his sarcasm, and he's just genuinely thankful that there there's no more B. Yeah, he's just tired. <laughs> he doesn't have time. God, and that's Serena, when you Serena wouldn't believe knows. the day I've had. I just I, I, God, I needed a win. I'm so glad there wasn't a B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, and then that's what tips off Serena. Because that means Darian was nice to her. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's when she decides to follow him. And she realizes there's blood on her hands. So she starts to, like, follow him down the street. Yeah, and like uh, an idiot, she follows. And, and then they both get teleported up to this duel zone. And then they're stuck in it together for the rest of the episode. And this duel and then, zone... And Zoe says, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. And I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this Starlight Tower, do, do like, people in Tokyo know about this, like, weird, organic, like, veiny tower that exists in the middle <laughs> of the city? Vein, this veiny, throbbing tower in the middle of Tokyo. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't know how to get to my house? Well, uh, just take a right on second and then a left as soon as you see the veiny tower. Uh... <laughs> like... <laughs> There, there's some suggestion that maybe it's in the negaverse, like it exists in the negaverse or something, but that's not really, not really, unless they decided to take it over. Like, I think they've, I think they've done a whammy on it. I, th- I think it's not yeah, normally veiny. Yeah, like Zerg Starcraft style, like they, they've infested the tower. I don't know how to engage with you on that. 
Yeah, that's so. Funny. One thing I liked about um, <laughs> what's happening right now with Darian and Serena are in the tower. Uh, they they know they've got Tuxedo Mask, who's Darian. Serena doesn't know Darian is Tuxedo Mask. He doesn't know she's Sailor Moon. And also, I this is the first time that they've used like contrivance to get a Sailor Scout, you know, in the middle of action without having to work for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that it worked because she was just. Hang, she was just following her bud Darian. You yeah, know? they didn't know. They didn't know she was Sailor Moon. Yeah, they yeah, and she didn't know he lady. was Tuxedo Mask. Yeah, it right. just it all it it felt convenient, but in a in a way that was believed believable this time. Well, it's it's sort of a payoff of all of the thirty episodes we've seen of yeah. Well, they don't know this, and they don't know that, and they don't know that. Oh my God, they still don't know. And then it's putting all of those things together. Yeah, the and time. the tension of them not knowing the other secret identity, but also finally getting along and kind of like thinking better of each other. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It yeah. was fun. Yeah, Serena's blushing a lot. Yeah, they get to do some of that hard work before the plot makes it easier already. Uh huh. So they they get to earn a little more, I think, instead yes, of just do. like, well, now now the problem's solved because we know you're you're cool. Um, yeah, and you're a magic moon prince or whatever. Yeah. Um. Before we, we keep going there, though, I want to come back to the other scouts because they're all hanging out. This is like weird face blindness moment. Uh-huh. Uh, they're all hanging out and dressed And obviously Sailor Venus shows up with the same white cat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and like makes a comment of like, you really seriously can't recognize me again. Uh, but then Serena hasn't shown up and they're worried about her because uh, she hasn't shown up. But then... One of them has the great burn of calling her a failure scout. Sailor yeah, scout. Yeah, I wrote that down. She's not a sailor scout. She's a She's... failure scout. <laughs> <laughs> and that's got to be our sick burn of the week. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's another good one coming up in the episode. Okay, I'll yeah. wait for it. That's No, there, there's one of them. Uh, but <laughs> there's, there's not a failure scout level level burn. Okay, oh, fair enough. Austin's really uh, confident in his pick of, of sick burn. Yeah, uh, I am. So Darian falls for like the oldest trick in the book. Uh, Zosite's like, look, I'll just put my five crystals on the ground that react when they're all together or some shit. And you put your two crystals on the ground next to them and we'll both walk. Oh, my boyfriend just appeared out of nowhere and took them all. Yeah, This is the same person who played the Hey Tux. Look. And then... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no. this was not oh. his smartest plan. Yeah. But Zoocyte seems like, like, they could just dip right now. Like, both of them could just run. Like, cool, we got all the crystals back to the Negaverse. But, like, I don't know why they don't. But Zoocyte seems really hell-bent on just murdering Tuxedo Mask right now. Yeah, even though Beryl doesn't want them to do that. But she's like, no, fuck that. We're going to do said, this. said, we're going to fight. We're going to fight. <laughs> uh, and so Darian and Serena both run. They get stuck in an elevator. And that's when they start, like you know, kind of getting along a little bit in the elevator and everything comes to a head. When yeah. In, in the most, like in the most naked anime logic ever, the, the fight has moved from the fight spot to a different fight spot and they have to go. To <laughs> uh, but yeah. when they're on that outside elevator, that's what gives the other scouts outside. Uh, Amy uses her little Amy use visor. computers. Yeah. Do computer, Amy. And she does a scan. <laughs> and that's when we get uh, what looked like text that hadn't been changed from the original version because her computer, it was in it was in it was in digi runes no no it was still it was written in english but it referred to the scanners tractor as usagi oh right 
<laughs> yeah, it showed up as Usagi oh, and okay. uh, uh, Chiba, I think, right? Mamoru. Yeah, I mean, it just said it said Usagi and Chiba. Oh, right. I mean, Chiba would the, be his on the scanner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that was really interesting because I think that's the first time we've we've seen any. Oh, and we've seen that, of... it, that her computer's in English before, right? It was well, yeah. We were talking about giving weird about Robocop that. Yeah. quotes. Yeah, the Robocop. had the Robocop stuff. But this one was like, uh, I think this is the first time we've seen that they've just they've used Usagi in the dub, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they probably uh, were just like, "Fuck it, it's one in the morning. We need to put this episode out. I don't care." Right, to go kids in aren't it. gonna know. Also, it's fun because so Sailor Venus is a is a like a legit sort of. Uh, you know she's she's a she's a she's a real a real sailor scout like the other girls are new to this and they don't have any street cred right which i only mentioned because when when jupiter uses lightning to blow the fucking door down yeah venus is like oh shit this <laughs> oh shit <laughs> all right my, this girl this girl fuck someday I'm, i might not have yeah, to carry this team really on cool. my back <laughs> yeah this there might be two there might be two ballers in town <laughs> so in this uh elevator is a really fun thing because Darian decides that he's just going to start unloading all of his like brooding backstory. Yeah. <laughs> and by brooding backstory, I mean the most phoned in possible background a character could ever have. But it's so rapid fire. He's like, I don't know who I yeah. am. I'm an orphan. I have amnesia. I've got a recurring dream about a <laughs> princess an and a crystal. <laughs> <laughs> and all I know is I want crystals. <laughs> Oh god! But thanks for listening, Meatball Head. God. Yeah, he's kind of the soap opera blender, um, <laughs> yeah. of backstories, and you just get it all in a big slurry right there in the elevator. He was programmed um, with the most tragic backstory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just got to find this dynamite gal. Dynamite gal. Dynamite um, gal. But so he, he also. I mean, a lot of that he's also already said to Serena. As Tuxedo Mask. I feel mm-hmm. like another time they were trapped in a different elevator, he gave kind right. of a similar speech of well, like, look, I don't really know oh, what's going fun. on. Oh, that's fun, yeah. Both times we're in an elevator. Well, one well, was like were, an elevator shaft. But yeah, yeah they were that's hanging a fun, for their a fun lives. little moment. Yeah, And they were Sailor Moon and Tux place. Mask, and this time they're Darian and Serena. And Darian, I yeah. like that. Uh-huh. I like that. <laughs> hey, uh, Mikey. <laughs> and during this time, though, it's like, it's infuriating how Serena does not put this together. And you're just Ugh. like, Serena, he's tuxedo mask. He's tuxedo mask. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> and then she she's has like, a moment. She's like, is he tuxedo mask? No. He, he visualize, she visualizes the mask and the things going on top of him, like over. And it, and and like, it wouldn't pass out perfectly. <laughs> not, not like a Mr. Yeah. Potato head. Right. And then she's <laughs> like, no, that's, <laughs> that's stupid and impossible. <laughs> um, and shrugs it off and then just keeps on, thinking about i guess whatever um yeah she's a bit of a cotton-headed ninny muggins <clears throat> and you know and then the elevator gets out and they like well they it gets full of fire because zoocyte blasts right. down on them and serena's like fuck i have to transform now to save us and yeah. darian's gonna and find out i'm sailor moon beef this moment is pure beef it's so uh, good she's she has that moment where she's like okay i can transform but i'll give it away I, I mean, I got no choice. Let's fucking do this. Here we go. Uh, and then she turns into Sailor Moon right in front of Darian. And it's like, <laughs> and this is middle, a big moment. In the middle of the transformation sequence, it cuts to Darian and he goes, yeah. <gasps> <laughs> I wrote down Darian's, Darian's gasp as well. It is a, it is a, it is a loud it's one. Delicious. It's audible. It's delicious. 
<laughs> oh, it's kiss, <laughs> kiss, kiss, kiss delicious. delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then she does that, um, and we don't see how she stops the fire, but I assume she just kind of does, and then uh, they appear together in front of Zoocyte, and call her a slime meister. Right. Yes. <laughs> Calls her slime meister, and then Zoicide's like, "Oh, Sailor Moon, you're here with tuxedo mask," and she's like, "No, no, <gasps> what?" And that's when Darian transforms as well, and we get his own little transformation. We get Darian's tuxedo, uh, his his Santa transformation, and she says, "Oh, cranky old Darian <laughs> is my dream hunk." <laughs> <laughs> well. She has the best reaction immediately. She does this. The voice actress does this incredibly deadpan delivery of this line that where she goes, he is tuxedo mask. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> like just fucking totally taken aback. And it's really yeah. good. Yeah. A cranky old Darian. <laughs> cranky old Darian. Yeah. And of course, as soon as he does that, uh, he basically takes a crystal in the chest yeah, he dies. Takes a crystal spear right to his right to his chest bone. Yeah, and goes all the way through the bone. It goes all the way through his bones. There's a weird thing where Darian hits he hits Zoisite in the face. Yeah, with the rose. And Zoisite says, "Ow!" And Zoisite says, "Ow, my face!" Which is all yeah, that's funny. Zoisite's face. <laughs> but then Zoisite also brings it up later, like, "No one hurts my face." Um, I don't know. It was real prissy and odd. It was great. Um, yeah. Now, of course, it was the crystal was meant to kill Serena. It was mm-hmm. like creeping up, and he's like, "You've got to make sure that Sailor Moon is not going to get hurt." And as there's like slowly a giant crystal creeping it right behind, like, "Yeah, okay, sure, cool, yeah, fuck you." Um, <laughs> and that's when he jumps, and it's a sacrifice move to to fall on the bullet, takes a bullet for. Her. He puts himself in front of a murder, and yeah. uh, and then as he happens upon to him. <laughs> and, su- <laughs> and also as such will the murder be unto you um <laughs> and he lays down and he's dying and serena's freaking out and he's like remember me and like this and fucking an american shit. pop hit happens <laughs> and, yeah. oh my i wrote down yeah the banging new tune and then and then her tears can heal darian like pokemon like pikachu's power like pikachu's Maybe. healing tears i couldn't tell if the tears were uh actually healing him oh, or if they were just or just starting crying to show while she that, also healed him well crying while the crystal the seven crystals turn into the same ah. moon crystal and that's when it turns her into the moon princess it's like things are reacting and she's this, like this i had mixed feelings about because i felt like it was so obvious that sailor moon was the moon princess that they would do a little bit more with it than just reveal it Right. Wait a minute. You mean Sailor Moon? Sailor Moon is the Moon Princess. This <laughs> is the most ludic- ludicrous case of not being able to solve the world's easiest mystery. Right. <laughs> yeah. Call Hercule Poirot. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, too. They did no work to dissuade the notion that she could be the Moon Princess. Exactly. Yeah. I wanted some plot that was like maybe it's not Sailor Moon, or maybe the Moon Moon thing is is somehow not. And also the girl who in the in the title card looks just like Serena. Yeah. Well, yeah, the title card also like notoriously spoiled everything for us before. Uh, you know, that's like, fair. When they did that for the American dub. Yeah. 
and they well, threw and in I mean, like all the scouts and all the crystals and anime all the... anime ops tend to just show like a whole season's worth of characters and random important scenes like they don't really mind doing some some light spoilers all the time in that kind of shit so well, that shouldn't really have been a spoiler it should have just been earned in 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 the moment and mm-hmm. not just because we know they're looking for the moon princess we don't know why or why that's important no. Or, right. or what it has to do with Serena. So it just felt it felt like a flat reveal. Yeah, I'm sure, sure they'll yeah. tell us next episode and we'll be like, oh, so that's why we should have been caring for 30 episodes. That's why we should have been caring the whole time. Yeah, yeah. The fact that it was just set up so poorly, I think, yeah, really kind of, it, you know, it's a fun it's a fun reveal. Like, it's cool that she changed and we learn more about Destiny and stuff and we're going to get a lot more going there. But mm-hmm. Yeah, it could have been a lot cooler if we'd gotten more of the buildup like the other things. Because right now, though, like her deciding to transform in front of Darian is like the big. Yeah, cool thing yeah, that was a big deal. So it was so earned. It was. So that uh, was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then and so we she get a sailor says, well, first, first right? she transforms into the into the moon princess and she stands there and we hear her inner monologue and she says, me, Serena, a princess? Now this is way past weird, <laughs> which is entirely an addition of the dub. She just stood there silently in the original, so they felt like they really needed to wrap it up and give it a real punchy ending for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I like they that they took like, that from a Sonic the Hedgehog catchphrase. <laughs> hey, Tails, this is way past weird. Let's juice. <laughs> <laughs> let's juice. Uh, you know, I, I will say, though... Speaking it, of it, let's juice... Uh, <laughs> The sailor says is never run on a slick, wet surface. (laughs) (laughs) Don't run too fast, you idiot. Don't fucking run with scissors or some stupid shit. Yeah, it's that same issue. Like These heavy plot episodes are always going to have a a huge bullshit. There's no theme of the episode. There's no character who represents, you know, the the flaw uh, that they can that they can that they can exploit for a sailor says. I think that the actual very close to the sentence they u- they tried to use to ham fist this idea in it was like hey you know Darian got hurt this episode but we all get hurt every day in little ways yeah <laughs> like no this is not this doesn't scan just no, don't Dad, have a sailor pull it off. you didn't pull it off <laughs> Did um, not. landing not stuck on the on the way past weird thing though i'll say that uh the one thing i did enjoy about it was that it felt like something serena in like episode 1 would say yes and it kind of felt like a nice little tying up of of like episode one serena sure you know like now now she's gonna be in a new arc she's the princess if i had gone to Mm -hmm. i I even considered going back to check on episode one if she ever said like way past weird you know around those early i mean i don't remember i think we would have made the sonic goof if we'd heard it right (laughs) yeah but but i don't know it's still like it, it it was evocative of of that even if it was a silly tag that wasn't fully necessary, I did. I did. It made me think of those early episodes and it was like, totally. well, she has come a long way. She's come a very long way since, yeah. you know, that initial, that initial time. Well, and I have to feel like this is sort of like the climax of our season, right? Because in, yeah. in the, in the Deke dub, there are 40 episodes and this is episode 30. So there's 10 left. We've got, you know, we're, we're 75% of the way through. So, Assuming that this, uh, you know, that this season ends with something pseudo final, this is when we're going to start the home stretch. 
Right. So I will say, uh, I do wish before this happened that we'd gotten a little more time with Mina with yeah. Sailor Venus, like yeah, a little bit of, a, of like a meet and greet episode. I wish we'd gotten yeah, the way that... the other Sailor Scouts kind of got an episode. Yeah, they got when a whole they... episode. Like, I know nothing about her personality still. Yeah, I know that she's like also. A well, I think leader. You know, it, she's I'm willing to give it because person. she shows up in the in the middle of a of a highly important plot. And I believe because she's in a, you know, a a an active scout that she would. Right. I'm willing to give it until the next episode. You know, because yeah. no, this, I mean, this, I this know has been all done like kind of a two parter. These last two. Right. And she's shown up just to save the day. Yeah, we're not done getting like her details. Yeah. Well, just, what I'm saying I, is I'm with you if the if we if they blaze over it. But if yeah. on the first like downtime episode, we get a Mina episode. I'm I'm with it. Yeah, I would really like that. As well as Artemis and just really get a full. I, I mean, we'd have I to get do a full not deal. like that man voiced cat. <laughs> it loses the magic you think I, it just it just doesn't I, I just don't believe yeah I guess it loses the magic like Luna right now just all the scouts in Luna has a yeah, maybe it's a great sexist dynamic. to me but that Luna seems like a cat and Artemis seems like a grouchy old badger <laughs> <laughs> hey just like you Rory <laughs> <laughs> Is that Rory's fursona? Oh, no. Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Go grind your teeth on some wood, you fiend. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> I just feel just totally rejected by all of you and that, this is that feeling is an appropriate summation of the things you've learned today <laughs> i my Andy mouth is fiend my mouth is full of wood and my heart is Woody full of pulp. sadness <laughs> he's just so hungry for wood <laughs> uh well this was our last uh sort of normal episode for about a month and a half we're we going gonna... on spring break it's not even anywhere near spring, Rory. I, I feel like you need to figure it's out spring seasons. Spring break. <laughs> wow! It's the summer of specials. We're doing we're doing five straight weeks of specials. Uh, we'll be back with if you're if you're really worried about what happens next in Sailor Moon and you don't give a whit about our specials, you can come back mid September. You don't give a hoot or a holler. You don't but, even wink. Yeah, I think that our specials are great, and I think we we have a really fun lineup. Uh, including one uh, where I get to be sort of the circus ring leader for once. Uh, oh, don't also too much, Andy. Yeah, don't get your bridges all <laughs> all hiked up to the moon. <laughs> hiked up to the moon. <laughs> I'm the moon princess. Uh, He's so, yeah. just a nose, two eyes, and ten fingers poking out from above the the waistline of a pair of above pants. The bridge. <laughs> the bridge. <laughs> that's my new sitcom above the bridge uh no i think that we've got a really fun lineup you should totally check it out uh it starts next week with uh, a special on speederman and oh yeah uh, joseph Spider-Man. joseph speederman yeah uh, Mar- the marvel comics the marvel comic that that web zipper uh <laughs> speederman uh yeah and so thank you for listening this has been a lot of fun, and uh, Austin, I think it's time for you to say that thing that we always say. Yeah, it's time to say that thing we always say, and that thing that we always say is, is go spit that wood out, Andy, you monster. <laughs>
you're a bad man and none of us you're are friends with you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and you have three eyes and it's yucky. Go like, home. That's the that whole thing is the thing we say every time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, goodbye. Get out of here. Go on shoe. Hey, everybody. Thanks, as always, for listening to Saturday Morning Tuesdays. It's that animated podcast you love about them real cartoons. We love having you around to listen. Uh, today, we had an episode that was sponsored by Real Charmanders and the four separate sentences that ladies love to hear. Uh, if you like what we're doing, you can go find us on the internet at sadamtuesdays.com or on any of the social media places that you like to spend all of your free time, even though you don't want to. It's a really sad place to be. Uh, and then next week we start the summer of specials every single week for about five weeks. We got a whole new deal once a week. Next week is Spider-Man. The week after that, I don't know. You're going to have to just find out you needy jerk. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. I really like you guys. See you then. <laughs>